forever. Dog. Race chaser. Girl, duck down. You're up to it's getting the Christmas garlands. Oh, oh my gosh, I know. Isn't that the uh, worst? Dude. When my Cindy Lou Who um, sculpted braids get caught in the mistletoe, it is the literal most. Ugh, so sorry. Um, Hello. 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 And welcome back to Race Chaser, Chaser. Classic. A podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag Race, starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning. My name's Alaska. What is yours? Hello, I'm Willem. Hi. And reunited, and it feels so good. This episode is the RuPaul's Drag Race reunited episode. Where that's right. I know you hate spoilers, but you lose. Um, How <laughs> dare you bring that up? It is written explicitly into my contract that we never talk about the tantrum and we never talk about the fact that I may or may not have lost season five. It's alleged. How dare... I'm demanding a recount. I don't think it's over yet, guys. I uh, the t- The peaceful transition... Of power between seasons is the is the hallmark of Drag Race. However, I'm holding on. I don't know. I want to wait till the end of the episode to really decide. Okay, yeah. The audacity of hope is real. Um, <laughs> so, so far, they whisked you away to North Hollywood Glamorous El Portal Theater on Lancashire. Um, <laughs> just, yes. just on everybody the street is on. And um, Michelle Visage is reporting live from the red carpet. Uh-huh. Uh, there's such luminaries as Manila, Morgan, Shangela, mm-hmm. Chaz Bono, the princess, Tammy Brown. And answering the question that I had right as I started to watch this, where was I? There I was. Um, you look amazing and you're dressed in Willem cosplay. Like this. It's if early I, me. Yeah. It's if, like. Yes. If I were to draw <laughs> a picture, a cartoon of Willem with a few short strokes, it would be like this look. Oh, that's what I did. I dressed up as my logo because it was the first time I had a t-shirt because I waited like a year to get t-shirts. That's why I had that yellow hair and the glasses. I was like, did I not do my makeup? I didn't take my glasses off. <laughs> I was like, I was she Valentina said. before Valentina. Um, but no, I guess I guess I was trying to look like my logo. Wow, you're smart. I love well, you had that. had your blue dress on with the logo. Yeah, yeah, this is true. Um, All of this is very weird to watch for me. It was a really weird time in my life. Um, And I did not know what I was doing. All of these... I, I blame all of my styling choices on Sharon because Sharon gave me advice, which she never did. But for this, I was like, I don't know what to, I don't know what to wear. I w- because I was just like in the mode of, in the whirlwind of touring and like doing all that and like partying and drinking and doing drugs a lot. And so she was like, "Yeah, you should like show your body off. You never did that on Drag Race. You should do that. Oh, you should wear that short little hair. Yeah, I love that look. That one was so cool. It was classic. That honestly, I wanted to talk. I made a note in my email to talk about that dress because it's kind of like a pink Neapolitan, but like raspberry strawberry. Yeah. And then like that short. It's so great and punk and like 
gorgeous Grace Kelly like um like silhouette but like this like uh pink color spray type of like modern I don't know I thought it was cool well I'm glad you like it I fucking hate this red look it's so weird I, I felt so strange because everyone was wearing clothes at this like red carpet gala event and I was there in my underwear and I just feel it was like one of those dreams where you're naked and like everyone else is clothed you were all in bodysuits, the red outfits I was not wearing pantyhose. I was not wearing like I wasn't wearing anything. I was yeah, naked. but you, oh okay. I I didn't. I thought that you meant you were uncomfortable because everybody else was actually dressed, but they were in bodysuits. I mean, Jinx had a little robe. Roxy had a dance That's costume true. on. That's I mean, true. so like you all looked like you all decided let's do red scanty clad, and I thought y'all yeah. looked great. And your hair was so big. Like, I do you like that ask, hair. You couldn't ask for anything better. I think y'all look great. The production number is lots of arms posing and walking. Um, we nailed that I, choreo. I'll tell you that much. The the stage ate up Lenation's dress a little bit. Really? Yeah, I watched it. I had to rewind it back. It um, gets caught on like a light, and then it kind of rips off like the front of it, and then she's like off to the side while Jade oh, is doing shit. her thing, like trying to just do something. I mean, you were in your top three world. I get it. Um, <laughs> My, my consciousness does not go beyond my own wig, kind of like <laughs> Alyssa. Um, Speaking of Alyssa, she and Coco give a little high five moment. Was everybody cool backstage and like all the? Uh, yeah, I mean, so- literally, we were all such sisters by that point. It was just a kiki. We were having a great time. There was no shade. There was no tension. There was no drama. It was all chill. Mm-hmm. I'm well, happy hometown- to report. Hometown hero detox standing ovation. Uh-huh. She comes in and just slays the game. Yes. I mean, really, best of the night as far as looks go. Um, Honestly, and, yeah. She did win that. And then the tinsel curtain uh, unveils. A we love a tinsel topper. Yes. A beautiful RuPaul in white. And then the big climactic number is... Can, Can I, I get, get an amen? amen? Which was very, like... if. It felt like it needed to be something like big and bangy, but it was like we're gonna take it down right now. <laughs> we're gonna take yeah, it, it way was, down. It, you usually start off a show with energy, not a ballad, but um, you know, sell those albums, girl. I don't begrudge the bitch at all. She looks so yeah. beautiful in white. Honestly, this is giving me like angel vibes. And she sounded great. I'm certain she was singing live. Uh, she sounded <laughs> perfect. You want to hear her sing live? You can go to. Uh, Oh, you can go to the beatdown because I just got this great video of her doing the hair benefit in New York. And oh, girl, yeah? learn your words. You'll be in the bottom two. What song was it? Um, My Conviction. It's the song that the drag queen sings in hair. To be fair, that's a hard song. And I played that role. It was one of my first roles I ever played. And that is a hard song um, because it goes really, really high. It would be easy for you because... No, baby, baby, baby. She took it down and she sounded lovely. It's just the fact that she didn't bother uh, to learn any of the words. Uh, None. Well... Zero. The teleprompter... scoop it up by conviction. <laughs> the teleprompter was not invented for several years after. <laughs> um, and we we all celebrate the day that that was invented. I mean, we've all fucked up the words a couple times, but girl, girl, girl. it's part of my act, <laughs> or at least I say it an so act. It really? seems intentional. 
Um, Rue says that the fans have turned Monday night into party night with watch parties at home, bar nights. Season five is the biggest season yet. Yeah. So when they moved it to Friday, that's why it was especially offensive to small bars (laughs) and uh, club performers and everybody else, you know. So shout out to you, World of Wonder and uh, Test Marketing and whoever decided to do that. You got to put it where it goes. Girl, this audience, it is star-studded. Yeah, too many stars. Yeah, there's... Uh, stars, statements, legends. <laughs> stars, statements, legends. Who uh, did you spot? I I, I was sitting next to Michelle. Um, mm-hmm. I saw behind me Derek Barry, who hadn't been on the show yet. I saw Mayhem. She hadn't been on the show yet, but she was there. Morgan was in a purple gown, and she was wearing my tits, because I was one of the only girls with boobs for queens at that time. Um, breast delicious yeah breast delicious morgan um and there were a lot of i saw an aubrey o'day spotting mm-hmm. probably still drunk from eoi two years earlier oh my god i <laughs> saw my mom i saw i think tyler oakley was in there oh yeah tyler was there your mom and sharon were sitting behind me and then once raven moved david chapontier was behind me david chapontier yes he didn't um, give a fuck who won as long as one of the two uh, right. I saw Alec Mappa, I think, in drag. And I thought that he was Fifi's mom, but that wouldn't make sense. Like, why would Fifi's mom be? But they, they look really similar when Alec is in that drag. Mm-hmm. He looked yeah. like her. Girl, Connie Carla. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Then we get like, we get it broken down into like three, three queens uh, on stage get their like interview moment. Mm-hmm. And first up, this uh, We Three Queen moment has Penetration, Serena Cha-Cha, and Monica Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. And Raja would hate Penny's look. There is a tiny little top hat placed at 9 o'clock <laughs> on her head. It feels like it should have been at 11, but nine, I know... It's she, 9 o'clock somewhere. Girl, you know she saw herself on one episode of the TV show and then went, ooh, changing the paint for the reunion. Because, I mean, a lot. Of, this is the point where a lot of the girls start looking different because they change the paint or they change the face. This is when that oh, moment starts because yeah. they saw themselves yep. on TV and they went, oh, Dr. Zizmore. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So Penny's paint is totally different. She's like Lee Bowery, didn't even recognize her show and body. Body. She was, she yeah, was good. She was giving some kind of like, I think she was commenting on the All look the things that people said wore. about her. Maybe, oh. but also the look she wore, um, it was the like dumpster diving, make your own outfit because mm-hmm. her leotard was made out of that fabric that she was wearing, that she made her dress out of that she got sent home in. So oh, I think it was cool. like a better like, version of that. Right. And like having been through the ringer of got the show, it. like I love that because the makeup was kind of scary. Like it had this sort of like jokery kind of, and the jewelry was kind of like disheveled around her head. So I, I'm not sure. I love the lash. Yeah. I would like to hear from her, like what, what exact, what, what the interpretation was, because I'm sure there was a reason for her look, but she looked cool. If anyone Um, listens and knows Penelope Tration, just call her Penny. Penelope. uh, Get her to top us. I call her Penny for short. (laughs) Uh, Serena gives a little moment of her telenovela skills. And uh, gets a little laugh. Could you imagine if she was there for the telenovela challenge? Y'all would have been fucked. Girl, <laughs> No, she would have probably boots. been like, um, this whole thing is racist. You better let me win. <laughs> I'm, because she would have. You know she would have. 
all yeah. the better. I would have loved to have her there. Uh, she looked gorgeous. I think Gorge, her transformation hair. from the show to this was one of the most distinct and one of, I mean, she she's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And also gorgeous is Montica Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. Um, really stunning. Looked gorgeous. The, um, the... Flowy, pink. Sort the blonde of. bob, like Michelle Pfeiffer length, like that on her, just like oh no, she wore it long hair. It blonde was bob longer, was her entrance yeah. look. Yeah, her yeah. um, she had like the caramel honey rolling mm-hmm. waves. Uh huh. Um, they all looked great. Uh, Monica was the first contestant to come out as trans on the show, so she has her own moment where Rue's like, "Tell us what it is," yes. and um, she said, "Drag is what I do. Trans is who I am." Yes. Which is lovely to see. Um, we love Monica. She's a hero and um, uh, she's a diva and she's a sister. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, why don't we take a break and we'll be right back. Yeah. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies. I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcasts and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Eat stress-free this spring with Factor's delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. You can choose from a weekly menu of 35 options, including popular options like Calorie Smart, Keto, Protein Plus, or Vegan and Veggie. Also, you're going to want to discover the 60 add-ons every week, like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks, and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and fuel up for your springtime goals. The Factor meals were so great. I love that they came in a recyclable container and with very little waste. And the food, delicious. My... Taste buds had a party. Exactly. Really good. Really easy to make. Loved it. Not a lot of cleanup because Factor Meals eliminates the hassle of the prepping, the cooking, and cleaning up. Simply heat and savor the good stuff, and you can customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need, and then pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Get chef-prepared meals on the table in two minutes with Factor's ready-to-eat meals, so you can get back to doing what you love this spring. And if you're looking for gourmet meals, try meals that feature premium premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. In fact, we're celebrating Earth Day all month long. Look out for Earth Month Eats badge on the menu for our lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash drag50 and use code drag50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code Drag, drag 50. 50 at factormeals.com slash 
Drag 50. To get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is still active. See that part about the C-U-N-T thing? That, that just like chapped us all. Wait. Okay. So. Because I don't like I don't want to be bitter about it. But like obviously I've we a lot all of the girls in LA have known the casting people for years and they would mm-hmm. find a way to figure out during seasons one two three four they would ask us like is this girl in this state that they don't know they're like we can't tell from her pictures does she have boobs is she moaning is she a woman mm. like who does she live like because they wanted that boy to girl transformation so they would ask us so when rue says mm. when she lies and says the only requirement to be on the show is or the only screening thing is for c-u-n-t that was wrong they did screen and i don't mean to like you know hammer that home but they did they they acted in a discriminatory fashion against people in our community and we're so glad that they aren't doing that anymore yeah but, yeah um but this is the first lie of the show so okay. there's more to come we'll, we'll keep a lie count um up next we, is uh, Hunt- we have a, a team of fact checkers running uh, con- uh, consecutive uh, con- concurrent with our recording. So. They run on bananas and uh, they wear diapers. <laughs> but they're actively working. <laughs> um, Penny gets a little reading moment. She she. This is a predecessor. Oh, she reads Detox. It's great. Or Yes. Wait. Oh, she reads Detox. She also reads Serena. Um, this is true, Which yeah. lands a little bit better. Um, Dear mm-hmm. Serena, I would read you, but it appears life already, already has. Already has. A good, Just solid simple. one. You could use, you could use that for point. anybody. Yeah. Um, Honey and Vivian and Lanesha come out next. I have a question. What were you doing during all this? You were backstage? I was changing into my resplendent gown look. Oh, did colors. you? Was there a cold Coca-Cola? Oh, I think so, and I think there was probably something more than that. Something I was hard probably, and white. I, I was Sprite. probably having gimlets. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, um, yeah, no, we were changing because we did the entrance look, visions in red, and then we were getting ready to come out and have our final three like moment. Can I ask about the visions in red directive? Was that given within a timely enough manner for everybody pr- to prepare sufficiently, like any co- like any other production? I was confused because about 60% of the cast was wearing red. Um, So I wonder if it was like everyone was supposed to wear red and some girls just said no. Because I think it was like a it was a last minute thing and it usually is. But it was like, don't wear white and please wear red. I think it was. And And that's why we literally it was like the day of and I think Sharon and my mom went to Hollywood Boulevard and just bought me like a panty and a bra. And that's what I wore because it was very last minute. Panties and bras. We are a tights establishment girls. We want a pair of, of, of fabric between you and the audience. Yes. Um, season four, it was last minute too, like two days before. So I kind of figure that like, maybe they tell us once they figure out what Rue's wearing. And that's when Rue finally is like, yeah, that one. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it was yeah. uh, it was weird to see Coco in green. Well, I thought it was the ballsy and of fierce. Red. I love that she, she probably said, "You know what? I I've been working on this look and putting this together, and I'm not changing it at the last no, minute. No, no, no. This is what I'm wearing, and 
this so deal Coco, Coco's decisiveness on this makes me think that I was 100% right. She was producing herself because maybe <laughs> what she was planning to wear wasn't even red or black or green. It was whatever color. But she said, you will not tell me what to wear. So the fact you you want me to wear red, I'm going to wear the opposite color, which is green, and slay it all to you. Okay? So yeah, honestly, I think she, Coco is a, is a mastermind. She is. Yeah. Um, next up, we have Honey, Vivian, and Linacia. Um, Vivian says, Honey, I would have made the top three if it was a modeling competition. Because she said, I'm the most beautiful and the most feminine who has ever walked through the door. She looks gorgeous. Gorge. That red dress. She switched her paint up. I She switched her paint up. I like that she um, talked back to Alyssa. She said, well, not you haven't paid me yet, darling, so I don't work for you. She said, I'm going to air this grievance and right I'm, now. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> she said, Alyssa, you need to get, I sent over the invoice, so you need to, uh, you need to, accounts payable needs to take care of that. Oh. <laughs> um, I don't think she was Alyssa's assistant, was she? she, she no, she, made, she, she did hair for her and stuff. Yeah, and Vin, uh, Vivian made a hair from oh a hair for me. She made a wig for me too, and it's she gorgeous. Made Still a have hair it. for me. <laughs> she made a hair for me. Um, we love we. I mean, Vivian has gone on to do some pretty fierce drag stuff in the Disney world, right? She was like doing. She was getting the the character actresses who would go out and do the Disney princesses, she was getting them up in it. So like makeup and hair. I love that. Which, which is really, really a fierce gig. Um, and we stand, we love Vivian. And Lanesha. Uh, well, Honey Mahogany as well. Oh. Mm-hmm. Who has. Reveal. She says, well, it, I have a new style team and Check out this. And she takes off that kimono. And it is a gorgeous red gown with a sheer bottom and thong and ass. The look mm-hmm. and feel of real. She said, I'm going to put on 13 wigs and <laughs> a, rhinestone, a rhinestone nighty, And now you're going to love it. She says, should I turn around? She, <laughs> did. she does. I think RuPaul was a little mad. I think RuPaul was a little jealous. <laughs> because I mean, Honey Mahogany's ass can uh, move mountains. And girl. that is not augmented or padded or, you know, an illusion. That's just what what she's got going on. Mm-hmm. And she looked gorgeous. Her daddy was a baker and her mama was Entenmann's. <laughs> It's gorgeous. I love it. And that reveal really did get everybody in the room. Lanesha um, looks gorgeous. She has like this hawk headpiece kind of thing with wings and hair. Uh, and just yeah. stunning. Um, One of my top looks for the night. I mean, yeah, and the, Lanesha the puts it together. Yeah. Uh, don't they usually go over what you're going to talk about with Rue before, like the day yes. before in the walkthrough? So, yeah. do you think they sprung this on her about Diana Ross? I don't know, because they went over the questions you were going to get. They went over it with everybody, and they basically told you what to say pretty much as a response. Like, okay, now practice your response, and we'll <laughs> give notes. <laughs> Been there. Drew Drogi was hired as a writer for ours. Oh. I, I think 
And I saw him there. I was like, oh, cool. What are you doing? He's like, you know, giving out jokes and stuff like that. It was, I think it was Drew. Yeah, I just remember seeing like a comedy friend and being like, oh, okay. They they need writers for our answers. <laughs> I love having writers, honey. I'd love it. Um, Rue does give us a little herstory moment of all the divas. And um, she she basically lists a really good drag show. <laughs> because yeah. looking at this, could I could imagine one girl from every column of this. A share. A gaga. Uh-huh. A share from every decade for the past seven decades. A Gaga, uh-huh. and then you get the the Y girls, the Britney, Whitney, Mimi, mm-hmm. Destiny, mm-hmm. Madonna, Janet, Cindy, a Marilyn, mm-hmm. uh, a Joan, a Judy, a, some Tina. Courtney can do the Tina. show. Um, Lena Horne. Now some girl, I wanted to be Lena Horne. Lena Horne, honey. Um, <laughs> we love this. We love to see a little history moment, and she says that's just the beginning, and in if all else fails, just share, 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 share. <laughs> Next up, we get Jay Jolie and uh, Ivy Wintour's. Jade looked gorgeous. She had this big like rainbow this. jewelry on. Yeah. It looked like if Rainbow Bright had brass knuckles. Yes. And she had a horn coming out of her head. Cause oh, like she, a unicorn. She really was leaning into I'm the rainbow unicorn fantasy as Lisa Frank bitch. She That's looked like game. her gown was like a thing of Smarties. Yeah. Just it like, was cute. And she looked really great. The hair and the makeup was really, really nice. She saw herself on TV and she went boom, boom, boom. This is what we're yeah. doing now. Yeah. <laughs> um, And I thought her interview was short, but it was very good. She was she came off as very likable, which she I mean, she, she is. is. Yeah. That's the real her. Um, so I'm glad we got to see that. Um, Ivy <laughs> reprises her Marilyn impression, but as Julia Child. It's I Ivy is good at everything, I think, except Snatch Game. We found think, we found Ivy's weak bone because like girl, she can make yeah. a hot air balloon, she ventilates her wigs, she she, yes. uh, she pickles her own fucking carrots. Um, you know. She Ivy's does everything. Look, Ivy's look was also one of my favorite of the night. Just clean. She's always gonna give you just clean, beautiful drag. A good it's, dash of sparkle somewhere, just like a ring. Right. She's not trying to rewrite the book. She's Mm-mm. just really doing the job. And she yeah. looks fantastic. Well. I think she got this bit from me, though. This bit she does about Julia Child saying she's Marilyn Monroe. Because I always used to do... Um, I always used to do... I always used to, like, imitate her snatch game to her. And I'd be like, hello! I'm Marilyn Monroe! I invented French cooking! <laughs> uh, so there were writers. You were one of them. I, I, I'm just taking credit, but I don't know. That was a bit that we did together. Well, someone um, that's here that should take no credit is noted enemy of the pod, Latoya Jackson. Uh, Rue brings up. Yeah. RuPaul has the audacity to bring up um, her back catalog of a pay per view special called A Sizzling Spectacular. I don't, I don't know. I don't really remember. Um, and then RuPaul goes on to tell her a story that she neither processes or care to even, <laughs> even like wonder about, but. She says that she introduces Ivy Winters in such a spectacular way because of how 
Latoya introduced a musician named like Dennis Edgar Winners. Edgar and Edgar yeah. Winners. So, like, uh, well, she couldn't play the clip, and so we could get no. it. No, 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 no. So no. was Latoya supposed to be doing it badly? I wasn't sure. I think it was supposed to be like the Madame Lequeur Lucille Ball. Ew, ew, ew. I got think. it. And I think, and so much of the humor out of RuPaul's Drag Race just comes to random shit that makes RuPaul chuckle. And this is one of those moments. And it's become, you know, Ivy Winters is one of the most memorable, you know, queen taglines out there. Um. Uh-oh. But it it definitely it was RuPaul's remembering of the way that that Latoya said something on a thing that happened on TV years and years ago that became a thing. Edgar yep. Winters. We need oh, to find that clip. I would love it. Race chasers out there, tag us. Mm-hmm. Tag me. It's, it's sort of like the uh, El Barge moment. Yes. The beat of the rhythm of the night. Just like, you know what? You should do Elder Barge for uh for Snatch Game. What? <laughs> what? what? I'm not gonna even get into how off base that recommendation is. Um why don't we take a This is break? a drag competition. Not a competition for who can do Elder Barge. Is the uh, floor yeah. comfortable? Uh, I, w- I was just thinking of what your farmer name was. I Buffalo am in drag, Rue. <laughs> Buffalo Bills Barnyard Buddies. Him, yeah, the Barnyard Buddies. Bareback Brotherhood. Okay, we'll be right back. Bareback Break Barnyard Buddies. are back and it is time for the face off of the century yes between coco montrese and Alyssa edwards i like that rupaul finally breaks it down for everybody because if you didn't know them you were kind of confused at what happened i guess but um you know she just breaks it down about what happened who was uh first alternate coco yeah you know and uh cornisha Translated through RuPaul. She embodied <laughs> yeah. her, much like Otome Brown. Right. Uh, and, yeah, it was good to do that because, you know, we knew that they had a feud. And it's good to see that they're still sisters and they're still able to, like, have love for one another despite everything that they've been through. Yeah. And they needed, a, like, a button for that scene, you know. The girls are together yeah. and look, they're nice now until All-Stars 2. Um, right. Paula Abdul says a nice video message about like their lip sync. Uh, she obviously only likes one of her animals. The other one is in the back. She said, we wish you, you guys are going to be stars <laughs> from me and yeah. this dog and not that one in the back. Yeah. Um, uh, the, uh, we also get a beat showing that Coco has evolved her makeup game and she really looks stunning. She says, look. I think she got dragged a lot online and by the show, like regarding her makeup choices on the show. And so to see her show up and look so flawless and really, really great, it's well, is a satisfying moment. Girl, you know why? Um for someone like that to not like how they looked on the show, it would have really helped if during after that first episode they ha- they gave you your Matthew moment and they stopped doing that after my season, you know? 
where like yeah. Matthew sat you down and showed you your picture, what you look like on the monitor so you could know. Because if Coco would have seen that, if they would have given all those queens the ability to just, you know, yeah. we always do it before we get filmed. We're like, can we see the frame? If they yeah. just would have given those girls one frame, it would have changed their faces probably as evidenced by all these new faces on the runway. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't yeah. know why you looked at me when you said that, but um, uh, I looked away purposely so I couldn't uh, make eye contact. Wow. Um, you and I, Sharon had a group on, huh? I think. <laughs> Who wants I, the chin? Give I, it to Sharon. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, I think that they were. I think they were still finding out like what the Alyssa Edwards enigma was because I thought it was kind of a waste of her moment to give her this really heartfelt. Thing about her and her dad, which seemed like kind of a like kind of the least memorable thing from the season. It, I think this was before they realized that like you need to just let Alyssa rip a little bit, and she's a wacko, and gold will come out of her. Don't try and make it like a sincere, like heartfelt moment. Girl, RuPaul right? says it again, and she said it earlier. She says RuPaul's Drag Race bringing families together. And people laugh, but she she meant it, and she wanted to show this moment. I'm sure. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is we can, true. Yeah, I think that this next little bit about ugly dresses and Very with Santino, successful. yeah, it was great. It was it was this them going back and forth, and this is what Alyssa shines at. You know, yes. not pre planned, not rehearsed. Yes, this is where we really it 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 really works, and we get Santino defend and. Uh, and we get a really shady montage of the quote unquote worst dresses. Yeah. Uh, we see Including- Shangela, Mystique, Jiggly, Latrice. Yeah. Questionable. I definitely think there's there's questions there. But R- Santino does back up his ugly dress thing saying like that <laughs> girls are made to make dresses in four to six hours here every year. And he says, Alyssa, you brought that one home. You brought that from home. She did, yeah. So that was that was his his um his what's it called justification. Yeah, and I honestly agree with him. So I take back. I say he's he has a (laughs) sum drag knowledge mouth. Oh my gosh, it's a Christmas miracle! Can you believe it? Suck all these Santas! Can you believe it? Will the season? Willem just said that Santino Rice said something right. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Put this in the greatest hits clip package, please. <laughs> uh, character development. Um, Arc. And then RuPaul says, y'all need to just fuck. Y'all need to just fucking get it over with. I mean, she's pushing for thruples and drag romance this season. There's a clear shot of Derek with her husbands when uh, she's trying to get Jinx to fuck Ivy. later on so you know there's there's it's all of rue's greatest wishes in one episode yeah you know fully yeah Yeah. detox Uh, is next and she she is stunning and she tells rupaul uh she's great because it was a great day when you sent her home (laughs) she did (laughs) i this look it just bears repeating how spectacular this was and she had the makeup artists come with the airbrush machine and like airbrush all of her skin that was showing into grayscale. And it real I mean, this is a phenomenal it's I think it's one of the most memorable looks ever out of the drag race 
like canon. She didn't win season five, but she won the reunion. You know, she did. She definitely did. won the reunion with that. And the makeup artist was Nelly Reccia. She's this great makeup artist who's done like Madonna, and she teaches at uh, the makeup school here in LA. And yeah. the wig, Vicky and I got the day before. We had like drop and dropped off the outfit to her like right before she Aww. had to come over. It was like a full like she was booked out of town the night before and we were like running around and like Ugh. getting our sister together for it. I found her Nellie, the makeup artist, because like someone she had had didn't pan through and I was like, this is the girl to call. And she yeah. slayed it. Um, really good. Even, even like the fact that she was wearing black and she had white everywhere and the suit was still like pristine. Didn't like, rub off, didn't didn't shift, didn't move. So yeah, good. it was perfect. She definitely killed it. And um, Rue is talking about like you know all of her things that she's doing and touring the world. Things, things, just and, things. Um, yes. The, and I'm glad Detox got her own segment because it was so hard to see her go. And not be in the finals. So this is very like, this is a great detox moment. She talks about being in Dubai um, uh, with um, Vicky Vox and um, some other girl. Um, uh, no, you you went to Dubai with her and you all yeah. had that adventure. Yeah. <laughs> Adventures in cross-dressing. Uh-huh. Uh, detox was giving it to the judges and my favorite thing is when she tells Santino and Michelle, um, she's like, yeah, you, you. When I'm she talking tells, to both of you, Santino and Michelle. And and, yeah. and she, this is the point where she gracefully accepts that they're making a TV show and she realizes, yeah. you know, at this point there's nothing to do other than talk about facts that happened. So she calls it out and says, y'all knew that Jinx was going to be the winner. So you decided to, you know, give me that song. And you decided to give her these feedbacks. And she saw she saw how it all played out at this point over watching the episodes. And she laid it, she told them. She's like, she's not going to not say, you know, they're right there. And they work with us, all, or Michelle works with us all the time. Like, yeah. I'm glad she said it. She got to throw a little bit of sass, and that's what yeah. we love from the we detox love. product. And we also love that due to the fact that her thighs spread just like peanut, 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 peanut butter. And then all those models come out, shake their rumps, mm-hmm. rump um, shakers. I, I did a count to see how many, and we're at one. How many you sucked? <laughs> Only one. Yeah. And not oh, even I'm on so, site. I'm so, so sorry. My gosh, yeah. are you okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is wow. 2020 really is hard. Whoa. Um <laughs> uh the final three divas come out. Um I, can I mention the fact that none of these young men were um granted the simple courtesy of wearing a shoe in a public place in this dirty ass <laughs> El Portal theater? They weren't no. allowed to wear a shoe in a North Hollywood stage. No. Um, no, it no. obviously wasn't a union stage because you're not allowed to be barefoot on a stage. I don't think if you're union, you have to wear that little like foot pad thing that goes through your toe. Oh, nice. This is no, obviously well. not a union production. <laughs> no. Uh, How was the I, food? Uh, I, I, do, I honestly do not remember. I don't, I don't remember. Um... Uh, the uh, the pink gown I'm wearing, I'm wearing short, short little hair. It's the same hair I was wearing for Executive you, Realness. Yeah, for the candy ball, right? Yes. Sugar ball? We, 
We dusted some pink into it to match the gown. The gown was made by Kitty Klotz a lot um, out of um, Pittsburgh. And it, it was actually, I don't know if you could tell, but it was like ombre at the bottom. Yeah, no, I loved it. It was really pretty. I like it too. I, I like how it looked on TV. I thought it was really beautiful. And it's timeless. Like it'll never, it's not, it wasn't a trend. It was like that will hold up forever. A little uh, secret nugget about this look. I was going to wear a bird. Like I was going to rent a parrot mm-hmm. and wear it on my shoulder because it had that sort of covered shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but then we decided at the last minute not to. It was a lot of like permits and 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 hassle. And I was like, I don't want it to be about the bird. I just want it to be about me. But I was going yeah. to wear a, a CeeLo Green's fucking po- a parrot that he wore uh, on like shows and stuff. Wow, that would have been a giant variable. Flying over RuPaul's white gown and shitting on her. I don't think they would <laughs> have looked. Yeah, no, it no, would no, have been no, all no. about the fucking bird. And I was just like, I'm just gonna. Were you I'm at least just... gonna put it under a wig and then have a little short wig on the and the bird sitting there? <laughs> and I reveal it and it's dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I dump it. Well, on the we're ground. having a roast. <laughs> um, Jinx wears this cream and orange dress, and it's obvious that she got some friends to help yeah. her get get her together because she looked gorgeous yes um she gave me andora's daughter like if andora had a teenage mm, daughter mm-hmm. very that uh roxy very in beautiful this blazer yeah. this stoned Oof. ass blazer this had to weigh 25 pounds where everywhere you look there's a stone there's a stone here there's a stone there everywhere, everywhere you look, there's a stone. the pink louboutin matching her pink lip so beautiful roxy will bring it to you every single time every time uh and she gives full drag. I I love this. I love I love when the stoning is done with the slightly bigger stones, because it's like first of all, this costs a shit fuck ton of money. Mm-hmm. Second of all, I'm not wasting my time on tiny little stones, honey. This is gonna be the big stones. You can see them from the back, darling. So Girl, good. She's at Andrews. It's it's not shocking at all. Um, exactly. Why don't we take a break and we'll get into um, the final three segment. She came from Seattle with a dress and a dream. The sleeper fan favorite and champion of season five. Here to take us on a journey with her opinions, memories, and thoughts on season five, let's find out what Jinx thinks. Oh God, it was it was such a it was such a drama. They told all of us for our reunion that everyone had to wear red, that everyone across the board, every last one of us Mm -hmm. on season five had to wear red for the reunion. The problem was they told us like what, a couple weeks out. And of course, every drag queen. They told us a couple days before. Yeah. Um, Every drag queen had already planned her look because it's the reunion. You've got to look amazing. Like, okay, I no didn't, one... but that's obvious. <laughs> okay, go on. But, like, um, so they told everyone <laughs> that they had to wear red after, like, Detox had planned her black and white look. And I know Coco was one of the ones who was really plucked because she really wanted to wear her, her dress. And she and did. it wasn't red. <laughs> and so everyone fought it. And then basically they finally said, okay, you can wear whatever you want. 
But we decided that we were going to stick to the red theme, at least for our opening look. And then we'd all switch into the looks that we prepared. Fuck so. them for throwing riggery at us just because RuPaul finally decides what she wants to wear. Fuck that. Here's my biggest problem with Hollywood and drag is people do not understand what goes into drag. The idea that no, you can yeah. tell a drag queen yeah. three days before she's going to be on TV what color she has to wear as if she hasn't spent like the last however many months planning it, that's right. rude. They want yeah. drag queens to be like this stunning vision of perfection and then they don't give us the time or the resources to do that or they throw obstacles at us at the last minute. I, I love how we're not even talking about Latoya. Latoya was just endlessly sweet. This- like... This picture that, well, sweet to you, maybe. This picture that Big Dipper has brought up, first of all, it has Shutterstock uh, water prints all over it. So you oh, know it's Oh, I thought that was good. in your body makeup. You know it's good. Okay, It's a stencil. That's not a design uh, on Roxy's bodysuit. It's the final three. Uh, it's Jinx, Roxy, and me standing with uh, Noted Latoya enemy Jackson. of the pod. Yes, and we're on the uh, red carpet, the step and repeat background has World of Wonder RuPaul's Drag Race um, uh, printed on it. LaToya looks like she's pretending to smile, but with her eyes, she's saying, help me, I've been kidnapped. You know, right. this is oh, like, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. this is she's one of saying, those see something, say something moments. Yeah. This person next to me doesn't <laughs> know who Janet Jackson is. She's frightened. <laughs> But she, I love her look. I Can love, she breathe out of that nose? She looks monochromaticism. nice. She looks nice. You look great. You're wearing. I'm. It's. It's almost like the three of us got the same kind of style prompt. It's like wear your wear your underwear <laughs> and be in red. And you have this gorgeous corset, ruffly panty garter belts, <laughs> a long robe. It's like all of our different ways of doing underwear. Right. Yeah, yeah, like mine is very vintagey. Alaska's is very I, Malibu. Malibu. Am I on meth? I, I look like I'm on meth. I don't know how to explain this. I, Brush I have no explanation. You were spray tan too. That was you really tan. I remember that. Yeah. I shaved my legs. Did I shave my legs? Yes. I remember being there and I felt like Sasha Bell. I was like, I misunderstood the assignment because <laughs> everyone was just in gowns and just elegant and gorgeous. And I was there like I was with my mom and I'm in my I'm fucking naked. I have no clothes on. But and we, I'm in this public. was just our opening look. This was just the what we wore for our little walkout at the beginning. And then we all changed into our real looks. Yeah, this was a tip and look for sure. I this was this not doesn't say gown. Y'all I was not stable. Was mine was mine was fully put together. I mean, like that corset's from a sex shop. Those panties yes. are from a sex shop. You know, um, the only thing I had going into this day was the red um, cover I'm wearing, and those red flowers came from the bushes outside. Oh. <laughs> yeah, a no, they came from the bushes outside the studio or the theater where we filmed that at. I I picked them like the moments before. <laughs> Jinx Monsoon, my Diamond Crown Queen, uh, thank you so yes. much for being with us for all of season five. You're yes. a star, an icon, and um, please don't ever come to Hollywood. I'll be out of a job. <laughs> and I want to say um, thank you for having me, but also um, congratulations on the success. And I think it's amazing that now that you have built up your podcast empire, you are extending um, your your good fortune to your sisters and creating more podcasts for other people. 
to participate in, Um, especially right now where entertainment has become a public service and um, a necessity in our day to day lives, just keeping us sane. But also you're creating more work for your sisters. And that's really, really honorable and admirable in these dark and turbulent times. (laughs) Well, we thank you, Jinx Monsoon. Snaps for the queen. <laughs> gotta get up, gotta get up, gotta get up. <laughs> you just walk right in, walk, walk, walk right in. Cause you're right on time, right on time. Um. Okay, fan. It it opens up with fan questions, which are just sort of rapid fire. Did they air all of these, or is this just their favorite ones? Did you have a bunch? I forget. I, I must have been high as fuck because I don't remember anything. <laughs> or I was probably drinking. Oh, I had liquor. I was drinking at this point still. Oh, yeah. I, was I don't drunk. remember. Um. Okay. Now, did being part of Rolaska Talks hurt you? That's what the viewers want to know. This is weird. It's weird watching myself in this interview because I'm sort of doing this kind of like presentational voice a little <gasps> bit. And I, Can I tell you that I watched the episode from last week, this week, and I saw mm-hmm. myself on it. And I was also doing like this presentational, like this is what drag on TV should sound like in my head yeah. at the moment. And I, I cringed. I was like, yeah, Ugh. like it's it's so nice that we just get to be us now. Um, but you yeah. entertained, you gave chuckles, you were funny, you were consistent the whole way through. A yeah. lovely first alternate. I was um, a little, I mean, it, it was a good interview. I'm happy with it, but I was a little like, what is this fucking voice I'm doing and like putting on it? Um, it's drag. But, we all do different things. But I had some good answers. Um, uh, Jinx had, uh, uh, I mean, th- this was Jinx's night. Every single... I didn't have a... These girls had a click, but I had a mantra. Water off a duck's... Just crown her. Oh, my God. Can we just crown the bitch? Making the audience say it with her. Like, they love an audience repeat. These dumb cunts had a click, but (laughs) I am inspirational. Fuck this. Give this bitch the crown. Can we go home? All right. Yeah, honestly. We don't need to film three endings for this one, toots. No, um, we all know. Uh, Alyssa, they ask right. about uh, if she figured out her secret and cut to her going, oh, shit, still didn't figure it out. And then she gets up and tells everybody it's nine inches and fully functional. Good answer. Good answer. Funny. Um, yeah. uh, uh, the we'll- final fan <laughs> question is, what motivated you to be on the show? Uh-huh. You give a funny answer. You entertain. You say a personal vendetta. Jinx yes. said she wanted to be Meryl Streep, which she was this week in a Meryl Streep video with Kim Chi and Valentina and me and Big D and Jules turning it. So dreams check. come true. Roxy says it's the whole thing, the title, the money, to be the best of the best. Yes. Um. So. Uh, I. <sighs> okay. Um. I. I'm so jealous I didn't get to be in that Meryl Streep thing. And you know what, Meryl, I would have done who wasn't what? in there? I would have done River Wild Meryl, and I would have worn, like, a life jacket and an oar <laughs> and a pistol, maybe. Um, But, no, you were so sickening. Dance retaining. Dance I was wearing a dance solo. Oh, my God. When Ryan told – okay, you're so it was Ryan – 
your friend. And when yeah. he's like, and you have the dance, you have the big dance break. I was on Zoom and I'm like, don't break. <laughs> I was like, don't let him know that you are not a dancer. But I borrowed Laganja's dress because uh-huh. like I didn't have anything. And the night before, I'm like, are they going to call me about wig and wardrobe? And they're like, no, that's that's on you. And I was like, what? Of it is. <laughs> but I didn't read the text message well enough. And they're like, yeah, they're paying you to do it. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I'm like, Ganja, do you have anything? And she had the perfect little thing. And I had like an ostrich bow. So I was like, I could do this. This is fine. So good. I yeah. love that thing. It was really, really funny. It was fun. Um, um, Latrice comes out to crown Miss Congeniality. And Ivy Winters, Winters. Takes, the, takes the prize. She's very surprised. She's very sincere. She wins a six-night stay plus airfare from Hilton Hotels and Resorts. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this next moment, like the little celebrity check-ins um, for Snatch sweet. Game. It was so cute. Tamar Braxton comes out and says hi to Roxy. Uh-huh. Uh, and if you did, I didn't watch Braxton Family Values before Roxy. I, I knew Roxy doing that, but like her Snatch Game was just great because like, it was funny no matter what. And then seeing Tamar, yeah. I was like, oh, she's just that bubbles. Yes. The personality. It's there. Yes. Um, I get a message from Lady Bunny, which she takes that opportunity to read the fuck out of Alyssa Edwards, which is fabulous. Wonderful. And uh, the child actor from a canceled sitcom, dun dun <laughs> that I appeared on. <laughs> oh, the new normal? Yeah. Uh, Jasmine Masters and I were on it. Oh, I love. Uh... Yeah, we talk about reading. Um, of course, uh, I was on it. <laughs> I love RuPaul. I love this. God loves me. I get a little uh, interaction with my audience guests, who are, of course, um, Sharon uh, and my mom. Uh, Sharon and Pam. So nice. It was so nice seeing my mom on TV. Pam's at the party. Yes. Um, and if I won $100,000, I would buy 100,000 slices of pizza and share it all with you. Mm-hmm. And Miss RuPaul proclaims Alaska is a thunder fucking star, y'all. Oh, she that was said her... that? Yeah, she said that. And that was her way of saying, you're not winning, but girl, oh, you're going to be back. Her. We're going to give you a parking parking permit. Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Um, and moving on to Jinx, Ruth says, I've drilled Alaska. Now it's time for me to probe Jinx Monsoon. <laughs> and um, Dipper wrote on the outline, a fracking reference this early on. Shade. Uh, We're going to take a break on that one. Uh, <laughs> no. well, we'll take a break on that one. <laughs> uh, Jinx, uh... Jinx describes that she's entered the new phase of her drag, Jinx point Jinx 2.0, the butterfly phase. She feels like she's on um a dissociative, like a let's just dusting a K. <laughs> she's just so ethereal. She Jinx. is. She is. And she's until the world. Until she's taken off her makeup and wants to sing Ethel Merman at 1 a.m. on a bus covered in Abilene. I have that video. I told her I didn't take it, but I did. <laughs> It's funny. I can't See, ever show it to like anyone. Heaven. That sounds like heaven to me. Oh, my God. It was so wonderful. And we were watching Drag Race. It's like a three-minute thing of her just screaming. I should show her. <laughs> yeah. She ah. literally looked like a greasy golem. Just but screaming. I, covered in abilene. All one heavenly. color. Heavenly I, moisturizing. Keeps the she, moisture in. Right. Takes makeup off. She gives a shout out to Dave, her veteran makeover, um, which is great. We love that Dave is there and not heckling um, this time. <laughs> um, Jinx's mom and brother are in the audience. Um, and, you know, 
that was a nice moment because it Jinx was dealing with some really real shit from her childhood in the course of the show. And so it was really fierce of her mom and her brother to show up and be supportive and be there and, you know, say that, like, we're ready to, like, move forward from this. So I like that. Girl, yeah. again, just give her the damn crown. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. Give it to her. Uh, uh, I mean, my God. Uh, RuPaul does give Roxy the courtesy of a brief perfunctory discussion about drag being... <laughs> She introduced her as a blast from drag's pageant past. It's not the way to it's not the way to introduce a girl. I I introduced a girl wrong once before Detox grabbed the mic out of my hand. And said she gave a lovely introduction to the girl. She's like Miss Thing. You can't introduce a girl like that. An introduction what did you matters. Say? What did you I, say? I I I just like said her name or something. I was like ready, blah, blah, blah. You ready for the next girl? And then I said her name, and she was friends with D, I think. And she's like, no, no, uh-huh. no, no, no. It's not how you introduce a girl. Don't just throw her on the grill like that. You heat it up first. <laughs> you know, so I think Amy Vodkaus, once she was introducing Veruca, they were fighting at the time. Mm-hmm. Amy Vodkaus just said, Next up, Greg. Shady <laughs> <laughs> <Jaded> bitch. Shady <laughs> bitch. Damn. <laughs> so rotten. Yeah. But no, this is, I mean, this whole sort of segment is sort of, even the clips they show are like, they're showing like kind of Roxy's like slip and falls and they only show one of her victories. And so I, I think it was telegraphing that like, this wasn't Roxy's night, but you know, she, she, uh, you know. Yeah. I mean, they, they, I feel like they tried to do the same thing during All Stars too, basically. It's yeah. The same thing where she was established as what the show needed. And it may not have been a, a true portrayal of the actual woman, but that was yeah. the character that she was filling for that show. But I do like that they talked about Erica. And mm-hmm. um, she she hated the Drag Race girls. Um, because Erica honestly, did? Oh, yeah. Because like the book, the before Drag Race, the big bookings would go to the, the Continental girls and yeah. the, the girls. The pageant so powerhouses. So there was definitely a feeling amongst a lot of them that like, and I agreed with a lot of them because sometimes the girls would come in from the show and not do a bit of shit, do a little lip sync in a gown, park and bark. And like, I was like, you're getting paid more for that than the girls that are bucking and going crazy. So yeah. I do understand why she had that mentality and how why a lot of girls did. But it was nice to hear that Erica um, liked what Roxy had done on the show for the episodes that she saw. That was special. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Jinx and Roxy have a moment of reconciliation. Uh, they hug and Alaska says, and if I may, I think you're both awful. Honestly, a great button for the scene. Thank you so much. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> um, at this point, Rue goes into her. You're my child now. We're gay people. We get to choose our bottoms. Um, all that stuff. She, she lets everybody know that she's their mother now. If you're in the audience. Um, uh-huh. I was emancipated from my parents, so you can imagine how RuPaul being my mother would go. <laughs> right. Um, uh, so, second lie of the evening. And RuPaul gets in a really cute moment. She says, "If any, we're going to crown a winner, but if any reason our queen is unable to perform her duties, Coco Montrese has graciously volunteered to finish out your reign, which was so funny. That is the third lie of the evening. We're up to three now. <laughs> we, and we I just all wanted fell to out. This is the third and the final lie. Um, at this point, we get a little moment where the girls come out, the former, the formers, the formers and the give ups, the formers. Yes. Uh, BB, Tyra, Raja, Chad and Sharon. And out of this group of girls, uh, 
Raja won. I mean, Sharon's outfit oh, yeah. was great and humorous, but Raja just hometown advantage, walking on gorge, blue, like doing the damn thing. Raja, hands down, very that. I'm sorry, but Tyra takes it for me. I mean, I I Simple loved, but gorge. I loved Raja's look, but like that gown that Tyra was wearing, um, what was just blinding. So it, like it was, it, it was really, really gorgeous. Um, it, then I guess on the night we filmed three crownings. Were you first, second, or third? You know, I do not remember. I think I was first. I think they mm-hmm. just went in alphabetical. But I mean, it was very clear that it was Jinx's night. I mean, she got the, resoundingly the hugest applause from the audience. She licked it the was, floor. She did. It was her night, and deservedly so. And Jinx Monsoon takes the night. Yeah. Um. Her final call out is "Get ready, bitches," because it's monsoon season, and I love good line. Yeah, I love uh, a good button. She really, it was her year. It was her moment. Uh, and she was she was a character on this show unlike anyone we had seen before. And I, I, I really doubt we're going to see anyone like her again. Um, she continues to inspire me and inspire people around the world. She's so fucking talented. She's so fucking funny. Uh, the Christmas special she did with Dayla yeah, so is good. on fucking Hulu. Please walk, don't walk, run if you haven't seen it. God's own um, child. We love you, Ms. Monsoon, so very much. Yeah, a very deserving year. Now, I'd like to talk about another moment which you may not remember because I saw you that night. Um, the mm-hmm. finale in New York, the party. Uh, that's when you mm-hmm. found out that Jinx did win for sure. Was going into that at all? Did you think maybe a 5% chance or were you just there to have a good time? No, I was there to have a bad time. I knew, <laughs> I knew in my heart that I wasn't going to win, except everyone, uh, you know, my friends and my family were, were trying to be encouraging and saying Liars. that I was going to win. And I was like, finally, we can just get this over with. And I really leaned into having a complete meltdown and a complete tantrum and crying and screaming because um, I think it's more interesting. <laughs> yeah. As a viewer, it's more fun, I think. I mean, if everyone just hugs and shakes hands, it's like I wanted to really lean into feeling those emotions and like expressing them outwardly. And... Um, I was also just like unstable and wild and drinking a lot and on drugs. And I mean, um, I remember when you went up to the DJ and said, uh, let's get something to talk about. I'm Bonnie second rate tonight. Did I say that? No, I was joking. (laughs) That's a good line. Bonnie second rate. It's a new drag (laughs) name. (laughs) Bonnie second rate. Um, so. I had a good time with you. I remember that. I remember, um, I guess we can say it now because people know they do drugs together, but um, Matthew and Dee and all the girls backstage bumping and grinding and we having so much fun. Vicky was yeah. there. I love that Vicky was, they would, I remember they wouldn't give a ticket for Vicky for the reunion. We asked for it. And then when we told her we asked, she's like, I'm not going to that anyway. <laughs> but she went to the finale party in New York and we had so much fun. It was great. Yeah. 
And that's where Matthew, I witnessed him saying to detox because he had saw her like do her her finale number type of thing at the closing party. He's like, where was that on the show? And that's when she said, uh, uh, you should have given me a bump <laughs> while they were doing bumps at that point. Well, where was this? Um, and that was like my favorite memory from the finale party. Um, I missed the crowning. Um, because I was at the hotel um, doing uh, something else with crowning. And then I remember walking back in and asking who won to the first person that was coming out that looked gay. And and they said the redhead. And I was like, (laughs) the redhead. So I was like, okay, cool. It's like a horse. Who won? The red one. (laughs) Um, But this was a great season to watch. And I'm so glad we got to um, see you in all your glory. And how fortuitous is that it ends right as the new season is beginning. I mean, it's it's that really is the Lord shining upon us. We goddess, didn't plan that because we didn't know we didn't know in when our, the in new our season was going to happen. That would have happened. Oh yeah, they'll start January first, new quarter. Well, this one will start yeah. too, and it did. And girl, they ain't ready for these pageant pinup looks, baby. I've texted baby. the group several times about <laughs> these looks. They're everything. So bad. So I mean, stunning. Um, it's it's cute that those season thirteen girls tried to do some looks, but don't tell puss, us the fashion puss. directive. We puss, puss, spade um, uh, and would, neutered poofs. Right. We would love for you to write a review of the podcast on your podcast app, and don't forget to subscribe and take a moment to leave us a rating too. Hmm. Um. And you can follow the dolls at Willem at the Only Alaska Five Thousand, and our Race Chaser account is at Race Chaser Pod. And we've got really fun bonus video content available now at patreon.com slash Willem. It's starring Jinx this week. Randomly, oh, God loves us so much. She does a pop-up. She does she does tip a tip spot. Pop. Um, you can search using using the hashtag race chaser and you can find those videos on patreon.com slash Willem. Mm-hmm. There's so much good content out there. Check out uh, so very that and um uh, sloppy seconds and the mm-hmm. chop. I just watched Raja find twenty six dollars in her jacket from something that she had worn like whenever in drag. And she's like, "Oh, money!" It was so fun. Um, and if you want to, if you want to participate in any fun on this show, and you want to question us or comment about us, you can email us at racechaserpodcast at gmail Wear a mask, wash your hands, socially distance yourself, and respect each other out in the world. Um, mm-hmm. Happy holiday, kissy Christmas, Ruru. Oh, kissy Christmas, Ruru. <laughs> And Big Dipper, happy Handica, happy Fistmas, and a joyous <laughs> fist of us. Handica. Handica. Race Chaser. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Forever. Race Chaser with Alaskan Willem is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderbuck. Oh.